0: Chicago Serve cold with the rules and the hulks. Never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the cubs running north, but the bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the true Chicago Sports fan cave, this is the TCF, TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Episode 61 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use a promo code truefan 15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUFAN15. Get your official TCSF shirts now. In the studio with me, go get him. Go get him. (laughs) That's right. In the studio with me is my homie Gigantor. He's in for E Rock as E Rock is having some family time for Labor Day. Uh, what's up, G? What's good? What's good, man? Just here,
2: enjoying the weather, having a good time. Where
1: (laughs) are you calling us from?
2: Uh, I'm actually in West Virginia right now. Uh, had a little thing. Oh, boy. Came out to see the family. Okay. All right. And uh, spent some time out in the mountains, you know? (laughs) That's
1: right. Cue up the song. Cue up the song. Uh, yeah, for for me, man, it's been a busy week. We had uh, recently, as of this weekend, we had some events. Uh, we went, uh, me and Eric, were the uh, play-by-play and color analyst for the Chicago Knights versus Los, local Locals uh, charity baseball game. So we were at Little, C- Little Cubs Field in Humboldt Park for an awesome game uh, between some comedians and some police officers. It was a great event. All the proceeds went to. Uh, help the uh, injured officer Yanez uh, who's still in the hospital so he's recovering so all the proceeds will go to help his medical bills and whatever he needs so that was awesome and then we went and turned around and went to the Mike O comedy show at Joe's and uh, we met uh, 4, 5, six different comics had a great time out there um, again just being out in the community supporting uh, our, our partners and our friends it's always uh, what we're all about
2: yep it's definitely a good thing to go out and help especially when you have a situation like the one that that happened recently I mean it looked like a good time I'm not gonna lie I had a little FOMO you know I was watching (laughs) you know watching the video streams watching the pictures and stuff and I was like man I wish I was there now but you know things happen I'll be there in the next one
1: that's why we have a three headed team man
2: Yep. What's
1: up, Z? How you doing this week? Man, it, it's been good. I told you it's been busy with that. That's it's, it's been going on, and then uh, you know going into week three of the uh, the situation, as I like to call it, week three of teaching. Um, it's been uh, yeah. yeah, it's been kind of stressful. It's been uh, a little different. Um, actually, you know the, the students are trying to, to settle in, but um, I'm not you know it's 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 a it's a grind. I keep, I keep talking to my teacher friends, and they're having a lot more issues um, than I am, obviously, because I only teach PE and health. So um, there's a lot of students who are having trouble with uh, the reading and the math um, and being back in and sitting for long periods of time. So that's what it's all about. But how about you uh, give us a little bit of uh, some knowledge here?
2: This week, we're going to discuss our baseball teams. that six-game winning streak. Whoa. Yeah. The Sox get the royal treatment.
1: <laughs> Not a good so. one. <laughs> Lots of good stuff to talk about this week. But first, this is the big three with big Z I'm big Z and you are not now for the stories of the week the world cup world cup qualifier between brazil and argentina was suspended minutes after kickoff at the corinthians arena in sao paulo brazil after the brazilian health officials came onto the pitch that's the field ladies and gentlemen and escorted multiple argentinian soccer players away the brazilian health regulatory agency and visa had requested support from the country's federal police to prevent four Argentinian players from practi- uh, participating in the qualifier, saying that these players in question made false statements upon arriving in Brazil, omitting that they had been in the UK in the past 14 days. According to the Brazilian COVID 19 regulations, any passenger who visits the UK 14 days prior to arrival cannot enter the country. Anvisa considers the situation as a serious health risk and therefore advise the local health authorities to determine the immediate quarantine of players who are prevented from participating in any activity and must be prevented from remaining in Brazilian territory that's what the organization said in a statement so pretty much this game has been postponed and now this is going to go up to FIFA and they're going to try to figure out what they need to do uh, to get this game played because it is a qualifier story number two this year's aew all-out pay-per-view event from chicago at the now arena was a big success we had the return of cm punk he made a return in in ring not just on the mic but he was in the ring against darbin uh darby allen uh with sting in his corner the aew uh all-out event also had uh, more uh, WWE guys show up with Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan as he's known in WWE. Uh, you also had uh, Mr. Bebe showed up as well, uh, and you also had Ruby Wright who showed up uh, with a different name as well. But uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of characters, a lot of uh, wrestlers who've now transitioned over to the new uh, AEW, and uh, they've got a stacked, very stacked roster and um, looks like a lot of wrestlers are ha- happy with the is the direction and the influence that they have on their own characters and storylines so congrats to these guys and good luck story number three a roller coaster in Japan known for its super death acceleration to triple digit speeds was reportedly shut down after riders suffered serious bone fractures ouch multiple news agencies reported four cases of fractures in the back or neck linked to the do du- the do, do Don Donpa coaster at the Fuji Q Highland Park. Vice reported at least six cases of fractures in the in total, including four in the back or neck. The BBC described the four back and neck cases as significant injuries, including a cervical fracture, a thoracic spine fracture. I mean, those are very very serious injuries. Japan's uh Manichi newspaper said that the riders needed. Uh, needed up to three months to recover from their injury. So this is insane. I mean, it looks like it goes up to 112 miles an hour in 1.56 seconds. And uh, that's why they call it the Super Death Acceleration. That is insane. I, am, I love roller coasters, but there's no way in hell I am jumping on that thing. All right, y'all. We'll take a quick break right now. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. This time, it's time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. All right, so E's not here. So Gigantor, what's going on with the Cubbies?
2: Man, the Cubbies. What can I say? They're looking decent again. Maybe just about decent. I mean, I, they're playing I good say ball. That.
1: They're playing good ball. I mean, it, it's just weird to see yeah. that they're winning without all those all stars.
2: I was gonna say, considering what we have, I mean, we're doing a good job. We're holding our own for now. Uh, a little too late, maybe, but hey, we're doing it.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's it's just, like I said. It's weird that you don't have the all stars, but these kids, and I and I even say the kids because I'm older. But uh, these kids who are, you know, in their mid twenties and early thirties are, are, are playing great ball. How many
2: how many games they got now? Six, seven. We're on a six game winning streak. Crazy to say. It's like we're back in June somehow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. You got a A team on the field, and the Pirates have a Double A team on the field. So, I mean, it, it's you know. Uh, it's all about will. Who wants the game more at this point? And you have a lot of players. Yeah. You have a lot of players who are trying to show out and trying to stay with the club next year because there's a lot of uncertainty of what the Cubs are going to do next year.
2: Yeah, that's true. And you know, on that six-game win streak, I mean, if you think about it, Cubs have won six straight after beating Double A Pirates at Wrigley this past weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. That
2: means that the Cubs and also the Cubs hit two of Game 3s go-ahead grandstands to cap a four-game sweep of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Which is huge for us. We usually do okay against
1: them. Yeah, usually Pittsburgh has your number, and uh, recently that's that's been the case. But I mean, it's great. Let's be honest. When the Cubs are winning, it's a good thing. And also, it's been it was beautiful, oh, yeah. beautiful weather at Wrigley in Chicago and Wrigley Field. And to beat the Pirates has always been a, a good thing to do. So and get a four game sweep. That's oh. huge. That's huge.
2: It's, it was fantastic. It was fantastic to see it again. Hopefully, you know. They keep that momentum going to the end of the season, and we'll see what we can end up with.
1: Awesome. Any other news with the Cubs?
2: So, yeah. So, today the Cubs activated infielder David Bodie off the 10-day injured list. Uh, He's designated uh, infielder Andrew Romine for for assignment. Uh, Bodie, who's 28, was placed on the 10-day injured list August 28th. He retracted to August 26th with a right ankle sprain. This season he's batted 202, which is 49 for 242, with nine doubles, eight home runs, and 32 RBIs in 78 games for Chicago. So it's nice to have him back, you know, fresh pair of legs after a couple of days, hopefully. And you know, I mean, he's a good player, I like him a lot, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best for him.
1: Yeah, B- Bodie's a really good defensive third baseman, and he's got a pretty big bat when he's healthy. Um, again, he is 28. Like, that's the uh, it's funny that these uh, these guys that are being called up are you know, in their late 20s instead of the early 20s. Um, so it, it's, yeah. it's nice to see that some of these guys might be able to come back. Uh, and be part of the next foundation of the next run that they're going to have. I was telling uh, one of my friends, Chris Cordero, who's a, a avid fan on, uh, and argues with me all the time, that the Cubs are on a three year plan. They're, they might not spend yeah. a lot, you know, this upcoming season. They're gonna fill holes and maybe sign younger guys to let's see, have them for long- longevity. Uh, but I think that they're gonna do. Um, you know, it's a three year plan. You're looking at uh, yes. we're in 2021, so you're looking at 2024 where you'll be competing. Um, he says it'll be sooner. I I don't th- I don't think that you have Atlanta who's uh raking. You have uh the Dodgers who you know are the Yankees of the NL who are spending money left and right, and they have every All Star. And then you got the the Padres who always start hot and cool off at the end. I mean, in the division, yep. there's really not a a, a immediate threat. I mean the Cardinals are always no. floating around first place, second place, third place. The Pirates, you know, they're the Pirates. Let's just leave it at that. Um, the Brewers <laughs> again. The Brewers are very similar to San Diego in the fact that they're always in contention, and then when you know pressure gets to them, you know at the end of the season or during the playoffs, they always end up choking. So um, I I really think again, and then Cincinnati that that's in. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about <laughs> Cincinnati because they got great bats, but no pitching. So it, it's hard yeah. to get consistent pitching. So I don't know what's going to happen with them.
2: I mean, it's nice to see, you know, you got these 20 something year olds that are essentially your veterans. Cause we don't have that many veterans on the team anymore. We got, so, you Wilson, know, you got, Wilson Contreras.
1: You got uh, um, you got
2: Hayward, uh, you got Hayward. Yeah. But I mean, that's like what, I mean, how long are they going to be there for? We're talking about a three-year plan here. Yeah, Hayward you know, they should may be not gone. Be yeah, Hayward years. should
1: be gone. Concheras is part of He's going to be going to your cornerstones for that. So um, I don't exactly. think... Exactly. Uh, I think you're... Uh, who's the pitcher? Um, looks like Woody. Ugh. Uh, uh,
2: um. What's his face? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Hendricks?
1: <laughs> Hendricks, yes. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. Hendricks. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, Hendricks, uh, I don't know how many more years he has left on his contract off the top of my head, but... I think that would be a good piece to flip for some younger talent uh, to bring in yeah. here. So, again, right now, from my perspective, uh, looking at it objectively, is the the Cubs need to stash as much talent into the minor league system, and as that's coming, as those kids are coming up, supplement it with some veterans. Something you know that a lot of teams have done, whether it's the Astros or the White Sox. Or, or, or in some capacity the dodgers because the dodgers have a great system because everybody that comes up they end up training yep. their way to another team for a proven commodity so
2: yeah all right yeah and the other thing too you got to think about you're in the post to era you know these guys they're learning a little bit from what they from the time they had with him from twillage but it's never going to be like theo like the team he put together
1: no not at all not at all i mean again the uh, um uh, Jed Hoyer is going to put his stamp on his team, um, and that—that's yeah. what you guys are waiting to see. What what kind of stamp is he going to put on his team? Because um, you know he started off with trading you, and your, you know, that, to me that was the white flag. I thought it was a little premature to trade him at that point. But looking yep. at his the year that he had, where he started out hot and then he had a you know pretty he, big decline. He made
2: the right decision.
1: Right, he had a b- big decline, uh, and then ended up on the on the IL. But the issue with with that i thought he could have got more for the trade yeah. if he would have waited so again yeah. you can't play monday morning quarterback or monday money gm
2: nope not at all so hey what's going on on the south side
0: white Sox, white Sox, go go white Sox! let's go 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 white Sox!
1: oh the south away? side the south side the white Sox uh got the royal treatment this weekend from the royals Salvador Perez put a spanking on the White Sox especially on Dallas Keiko so what's going on with Dallas Keiko uh, he doesn't know what's going on with Dallas Kaiko uh, you know people uh, people on the White Sox pages on Facebook and on Twitter they're all over it they're like oh he's not concentrated on baseball he's you know because there's a picture of Keiko with his girlfriend on the mound I was like You know,
0: they're (laughs) human
1: and they have lives outside. It's similar to, like, teachers where students think that the teachers live inside the school and they're like, wait, you you, you don't live here? No. No, no, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, after um, admitting that he has been the weakest link in the pitching staff last week, he went out again this weekend and threw another clunker. Yeah, he gave up six runs on seven hits. It looks like he'll be (laughs) the odd man out in the rotation if he continues to pitch this way. I mean, I know he's a veteran. Yeah, I'll tell you what. He, yeah, go ahead.
2: I, I, I have him on my fantasy team, and oh, I boy. throw him in here and there. And I mean, the last couple of times, I needed to fill a spot, and I should have just left it blank because he ended up giving me negative points. Yeah, the yeah. kid has talent, but right now he's going through the yips. I don't understand what's going on. How he's going to get out of it? Maybe he needs a new girlfriend. Who knows? No, I mean, <laughs> uh, he needs to
1: he needs to sit down with Ethan Katz, the the pitching coach, and and look at film. And, and try to figure it out is it a lower half mechanics is it you know is it the arm slot is he tipping his pitches um and that's what i really think it's it that he's tipping his pitches in some format um uh, because the the royals have really kicked our ass this year and it's uh, you know it's a big turnaround from last year where we i think we only lost one game to them last year um so yeah, yeah it's just it's a big turnaround so um, let's see, what else going on with the White Sox? We have uh, left-hander Carlos Rodon, who will miss his regular turn in the White Sox rotation in this series against the uh, Oakland A's. Uh, this is because he has ongoing shoulder soreness and fatigue. I mean, this is expected. Players are going to have fatigue after going for a 60-game season and then going for a full season. And he's going like a
2: stud.
1: Yeah, he's been he's that's been my the, guy. He's right. he's, like a stud. Yeah, he's been the the uh the horse that, that's been carrying the team for a while. Uh the White Sox hope Rodan will be able to pitch next weekend versus the Red Sox at home. Funny we say that. I'll be there on Friday and possibly Saturday. So if you wanna come sit down, well, have a We'll beer. be there
2: Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I mean I'll be there Saturday and Sunday for sure. Saturday is the game we're supposed to go to okay. together, all of us. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. I mean, go, before the go. season started, uh, yeah. I, I before the season even started, I said Rodon was going to have a great year this year. He had to. I, I just it just made sense. You know, his girl was behind his back saying, "Hey, this guy's a stud. Let him be a stud." I think they've given him the opportunity to do and show what he's got, and I think you know with a little tweaking, like minor tweaking, he's going to be phenomenal for years to come. But he just needs to keep that consistency so right now yeah the guy's tired he's been pitching his ass off yeah i mean what uh, else what uh, else do you want from him you I know don't like see, let him give, give him a day off
1: i don't see anything wrong with his mechanics as far as i can see um i just really think he's 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 hitting a wall and unfortunately he's hitting a wall you know in in late august early september LaRusse is doing a lot of good stuff with uh, resting players. He's been resting Tim Anderson, yeah. and you know he he played one game, and people are in up in rows like, "Why is he playing if he's hurt?" This is not back and forth. Yeah. Well, you know what? They put him on the on the IL as well, and you put him on the IL yeah. because you want him to rest, and he's not you know jumping around, and he's not antsy and and forcing his way into the lineup. You have a lot of players are in the IL right now. We have um, Rodon just came off the IL, and now he's still sore. You got uh, Anderson on the IL. Uh, Moncada just uh, broke they broke his uh, hitting streak I think it was like at 16 or something like that because it was they counted it as an yeah. error um, let's see who was on the IL um, we get to I think it's uh, it's a Lance Lynn Lance Lynn was on the IL came back he's, he's one of the pitchers um, Giolito's on the IL right yeah, yeah. He's pitched. Yeah. and
2: that's the one thing too you think about it for you guys you know your guys have been playing great they've been doing a good job I gotta give them credit uh, you got to think forward. Hey, you know September. What comes after September? Playoffs. We want to hit the playoffs. We need to make sure these guys are able to play. If you juice them, you, you know, you ring them around, and take all the juice out of them, you're not going to have anything left. Yeah, we need that. We've
1: seen managers do both. We've seen managers who like, oh no, we want to win every game, yeah, at all costs, and then it costs you greatly in the playoffs because your guys are just exhausted or the vice versa. Correct. What, what ta- is doing is he's resting players here and there, and he's really, really good at that. Um, you know, there's times where yep. Jake Lamb was in the lineup who got DFA'd this week as well. Uh, you know, he, he played well, and then he gets DFA'd because, you know, uh, players are coming yep. up. Uh, but, I mean, I your think... Maris, grommet, your boy yeah. Gromit, Your boy
2: Gromit's coming in and giving some, that, some rest? Yeah, <laughs> and then
1: uh, uh, Sheets came in, so Sheets got moved up, and so Lamb had to go. So, I mean, Laris is making yep. the right moves right now. Right now, all we're doing is trying to Play five hundred, a little bit above five hundred ball, to get to ninety five wins. I think that would be a good goal to get ninety five yep. wins. Um, at this point, I don't think that they're going to get home field advantage. Uh, the Astros are playing very well, so it's Tampa. Tampa's got, the, I think, the best uh, AL record, so they're not going to catch Tampa. Um, so I, the problem is that this year they have not had a good home uh, away record. It's been a great home record, and then their record yep. versus. Um, Teams above 500, uh, you know the winning teams. They've had a 500 record around that, so
2: um, it might
1: be yeah. time to you know light some fire under some asses and say, okay, right, let's go, guys.
2: I just wish at this point, you know, they would beat the the OK teams and beat up on the good teams, yeah, vice versa of what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, I, what I, I really think, especially like you saw it when it's a getaway, what's called a getaway game, which means it's like a Sunday afternoon yeah. game because they have to play Monday night. So, like, yesterday, like, they seen what was going on. Uh, uh, Cease gave up three runs in the first, and then they, they saw that they couldn't score. So, they kind of, like, just, you know, threw in a towel. Like, all right, let's rest some of our guys and not worry about this game. Let's get it over. with because they have I think they have Monday and Tuesday off. So, today, yeah, like yeah. Monday and Tuesday off. So, they have two days off. And then they're back in Oakland with, uh, it looks like a three-game series, and they come back for Boston. So, I, I think they're looking at... These two series as being way more important than beating up on the Royals and trying to stay healthy as much as possible.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, lastly, in White Sox news, Ken the Hawk Harrelson, the iconic White Sox broadcaster, celebrated his 80th birthday this past Saturday. The franchise legend was recognized for his 2024 Sea Frick Award this summer during the ceremonies of the Hall of Fame. So, happy birthday, Hawk! Put him on the board. Hey! <laughs> Congrats. Put him on the board. Eighty years old. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably where I want to end right there. I want to end that eighty. I think that's a good good mark. <laughs> it's
2: a good number. It's a good round number. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, with that t- being said, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsor.
2: I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes are
3: We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers.
0: For 15% 15, 15, 15, 15. 15 off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order.
1: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with Big Z and Gigantor yo yo <laughs> it's that time again man you know what time it is it's time for stirring oh, I the pot I do. yeah it's time for stirring yeah. the pot <laughs> alright Gigantor you are a candy aficionado you're the food critic yep. Yeah. so <laughs> I'm I, I gonna I'm gonna shoot this over to you so this is very debatable here's your options are you a Twix guy or a Kit Kat guy
2: Oh, right in the, right
1: the gonads.
2: All right. If I had to pick grab and go, just in general, I'm going to go Kit Kat. Okay. Now, this, this is the caveat. Oh boy. If oh boy. I know I'm going to have a day off. And if I grab one of those Twix and put it in the freezer to eat the next day, that's when I'll pick Twix. But besides that, I'm going Kit Kat all the way.
1: And I am going the opposite, man. I am gonna go for oh. the Twix on a regular grab and go. But if I'm gonna like put in the caveat and put it in the freezer, then it's definitely gotta be the Kit Kat that goes in the freezer.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, I man. You. Yeah. I, I, you know what's funny enough? I'll get the big bag of the Kit Kats, the mini Kit Kats, and I will throw that in the freezer. And every time oh, I pass by, I,
2: I get the king size.
1: No, nah, because <laughs> nah, I like I like to nibble a little bit. I don't I don't like a lot of uh, um i don't eat a lot of sweets as it is you know but I yes. you know sometimes i just yeah, I have a taste for it i don't eat it like i can't have a snickers anymore if i take a bite of a snickers i go into a diabetic coma it's 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 way too much <laughs> way too much sugar for me man
2: it's all that nougat yeah yeah, all it's, that nougat, man. yeah it's
1: all sugar and i can't do that no man
2: See, that's where that's why i appreciate the simplicity of the kit kat it's wafer yes it's chocolate boom you're done yeah with the twix on a hot day, you know, you take a bite, and then if the caramel happens to drip on your on your lip or something, and you know, you got a little something in your in your beard or your mustache, <laughs> doesn't look right.
1: Yeah, it don't, don't look, look right. right. No, it don't. No, it don't. <laughs> it is not a hot look. All right, man. Before we get out of here on this uh, shortened edition of this podcast, what are you looking at? That's not sports,
2: man. This week, the only thing that I watched besides my regular shows like Ted Lasso and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was uh, I ended up watching that Vacation Friends? You you guys were talking about. Oh, the, see what the hype was yeah, about?
1: so did I. So did I. I watched it. What did you think?
2: I, I thought it was funny. I, I, I give you guys it, it was funny. I thought it was going to be a little bit funnier than it was, but yeah. it was funny. It did the job. It was pretty good, actually. Uh, if things work out, hopefully, uh, me and my nephew might be going out to watch Shang Chi in the next day or two. So all right i'm gonna yeah. see how that is and we'll yeah. talk about that next show but
1: yeah report back on that because it and i know that's the uh next step in the marvel universe as far as the next phase and it's kind of going to be the baseline uh movie i know uh the black widow was there but that one i think the and i haven't seen it yet but the black widow was uh before Endgame. am i, am I correct there yes okay yeah so, right so so it's, it's,
2: it's, a, it's a prequel kind of yeah
1: right so with this shang chi this movie is is Really, the first uh, uh, step into moving into the new phase and, and uh, putting it all together, the multi universe. Because the next movie. Yeah, up,
2: and it's awesome to have a, a multicultural, you know, you have. There's going to be your first Asian American legal. Uh, character. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome, you know? No, that's that's amazing. Definitely that is amazing, yeah. What are you watching?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I did watch The Vacation Red that I really enjoyed it. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, It's probably one of the first movies I've laughed out loud in a long time. Uh, I was texting uh, a couple of people. I'm like, you got to watch this flick. Um, But on a serious note, because uh, this episode will drop um, tomorrow, and it is almost the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. Oh, yeah. I was watching a documentary on Hulu called 9-11, A Day in American History. I think that's what it's called. It is a six-part series, and they have footage of, compiled this is uh it was done by National Geographic uh so they compiled um audio and visual stuff that you know people either people haven't seen or um uh, haven't heard and so forth so you what you're doing is what they're doing is they share stories of different people and they kind of follow along because um there's people telling stories and then there's um firefighter chiefs who you know telling their side of the story and then it's let's just say that first episode it got got emotional uh just because i Mm remember where i was and what was going on in my life at that point um but it's also i think there was like 14 or 16 people that survived the towers collapsing that was it i think it's like 3,000 that passed away or something like that but um it is a very well put together docu series i have one episode to watch um i'll probably knock it out tonight or tomorrow um but again, I like, I love history. So it's, for me, it's very interesting.
2: And this is definitely on my radar. I've been meaning to watch it. I haven't gotten around to it yet. But it's definitely going to happen this week. Um, like you said, it does hit me in the feels because at the time when 9 11 happened, uh, I was working at a company and we actually had clients in New York. And during all this, we actually lost contact and we had no idea what was going on. Oh, so, yeah. like you been mm-hmm. talking about, it, I'm getting goosebumps because it like reminds me of wow you know like that was a huge change for everybody so the 20 year anniversary is definitely you know a big thing and people should you know take a look at stuff like this and you know learn and educate themselves about what happened but yeah it, it looks very well done and I'm, I'm excited to check it out
1: yeah it's it's again like i said it, it's a history so it's it, you got to reflect on things that uh, that happened and then you get the different perspectives you know the, from paramedics from firefighters from um, there's a story about a uh, kitchen worker because there's a there's a restaurant between there was a restaurant between the two uh, towers, and one of the stories was that he you know he got there regularly, he got a little early, working and so forth, and that he goes into the into the freezer when the first uh, plane hits the first tower, so you know he was you know stuck there for a little bit, and then um, when he gets out of the freezer, everyone's gone, and. Um, you know it it goes from there and i don't want to spoil it because these stories are very compelling yeah um yeah but that'll be it for today ladies and gentlemen all right thank you for listening a big thank you to our sponsors 606 media true chicago sports fans at acsi along with Grit clothing company don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code ChuFan15 at checkout for your for 15% off your entire order. That's ChuFan15. Get your shirts now.
2: Yeah, and if you come out to one of the events we have, we'll definitely sign it for you if you want our signature. There not we go. Five, no there please. we go. Did not like Virgil. <laughs> also guys, don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us on True Fans on Twitter. And on TikTok, find us on FB, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Or you can reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you. Reach out, reach out to us at Fans at gmail.com. And, you know, give us your ideas, movies, food, whatever you guys want. All right, y'all. Well, for Big Z, this is Gigantor. We'll see you guys next week for episode 62. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports.
3: You are absolutely correct on that.
0: A few moments
3: later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids.
0: Hasta luego amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.